Hey, this is Gabe from Enterprise Earth, and you're listening to Interview Under Fire. All right, everyone, Sonny back here with Interview Under Fire. Gabe, thank you so much for joining our podcast today on IUF. A big time of the year for you and the guys over at Enterprise Earth with the release of the new Foundation of Bones EP that came out June 19th on E1 Records. Uh, before we get to that, I'm going to ask the most important question that's been overlooked the last four months. How are you? <laughs> how have things uh, been for you and the band as of late? And how is life in New Mexico? That's where you're at right now, right? Yeah, I'm currently in Taos, New Mexico. Happy little mountain town up here in northern New Mexico. Um, but yeah, I mean, life's been all right. It's obviously been up and down craziness uh, for us and every other active touring band and stuff like that. But um, yeah, we've uh, been okay. Uh, like After we got home from our canceled tours, you know, we let the dust settle for a little bit. And then we're like, you know what, like, fuck it, let's just let's just do an EP. Like, why not? You know, who cares? Um, and you know, we didn't have much of a budget for it. So we did it ourselves. And the result ended up being great. And uh, yeah, everything's been going good. Just I, I've been working here in New Mexico, fortunate enough to have a job here for a little bit. But I'm taking off here shortly to uh, work on the LP, the coming album for Enterprise Earth. Yeah, so you are staying busy, and it's definitely definitely like a challenging thing to actually take responsibility of during this strange time, I guess, for all of us. I'm assuming you live in a place where you can just crank it up and play as much as you want, right? Yeah, I live in my, my <laughs> little tiny. I like like live in my tiny home trailer studio. Awesome, dude. So this, is, this is my my little home. So I'm I'm out here camped at the place where I work at. There's like lots of open land, and it's nice and quiet. So, and I know you guys were supposed to do the Thy Art and Fit for an Autopsy tour, you know, earlier this year. We're actually we're actually supposed to be scheduled to interview you guys, and I'm glad we're actually still able to do this. But I know I know you guys have toured with you know Carnifex, Oceano, Arsis. There's a lot of bands in your history that you have toured with, and it's it's just it's just very, it's amazing, you know, the, the amount of recognition you guys have been get, you're getting and then with, you know, another, L, you know, EP and then another LP you're working on right now. I was going to ask, you know, what was your favorite part about touring? Because now you're kind of getting like an unseen step back from the touring life. Does it make you have a growing appreciation from it? Because there's culture, there's fans, even the food, you know, what was your biggest takeaway from that now that you're here? Yeah, I mean, I just miss playing shows. You know, that's what we're all you know that's what we all do that's what we all love the most we love writing music and performing and uh yeah not being able to do it it's a big uh, vacancy in our life right now for sure but um you know nothing we can do about it just take it one day at a time and uh yeah i, I mean i miss being on the road i miss you know hanging out and talking to fans and stuff like that um yeah you know, touring is always like a catch-22 because once you, you've been on the road for a month or two then you're like oh, i'm so fucking tired of touring just like get me home to my bed and not away from all these people and all this stuff but then as soon as you're home, it's like, man, I just want to be back on the road. But uh, so it's, it's the, the, the balance of that is off right now, for sure. So one thing we've been seeing a lot, and you've seen this, it's been a, this has been a common subject on my show for the last few months is live streaming. And you've seen all these bands take over the live streaming surge. You know, I wanted to ask you as an artist, because you've been at this at a while, you know, do you think that the quarantine induced live streaming surge that we're seeing right now from all these bands, all these artists, just in music in general, do you think that's going to affect the touring musician business going forward? Do you still see bands doing this even after all this is over? Yeah, I think uh, because it is like, you know, it's great content. Uh, once you build up your streaming platforms enough, it's a viable source of income as well. Um, so if you have, you know, a streaming platform and it's well built, then, you know, if you're a musician, you know, you may not have to go get a job in between tours anymore. You can just stream and just you know, keep doing your thing. 
Um, so in terms of a benefit of quarantine and all this COVID stuff, it's that's definitely been a silver lining. Uh, you've seen a lot of musicians take initiative to start streaming and uh, you know just just work working on themselves in many facets of music. Yeah, because you know it's different if I see Enterprise Earth, you know, in person as opposed to on the screen. Of course, I have the liberty to moshing in my own room if I wanted to. Right. But <laughs> but you know it's uh, and I don't want to say it's you know unprecedented because. You know, you can talk about the Spanish flu, which happened like, what, 100 years ago. But now it's there's no protocol for an album release. You know, it's like, OK, right. here's here's what happens if there's a pandemic and th- here's what we should follow. You know, it's 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 different now because when you release yeah. an album, it's not you, know, you don't know if you're going to delay the release or move it forward. There's so many things that are revolving around just staying at home as far as musicians, you know, so but glad to see that you guys are actually taking you know initiative and being to staying busy you know discovering you know self-producing a record which is you know not something that was planned of course but this is something that kind of like spur of the moment which you talked about with the foundation of bones ep now when i heard it it for me it was almost like as if it's a bridge from luciferous from your last record to the new record you're also currently writing and this ep gave you guys a chance to grow your chemistry and musicianship would you agree to that Oh yeah, yeah. You pretty much hit the nail on the head. It's uh, yeah, it's definitely bridging the gap. Uh, you know, from our what we were doing on Luciferous to what we have coming on the new LP, which uh, the the sounds. I know this is so cliche of every band that's ever put out now, but it's a, the, the the sound really is 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 maturing a lot. It's it's developing again. Like we we saw a big maturation from Embodiment to Luciferous, and we're seeing another maturation from Luciferous to whatever the hell we're going to call this next one. Uh, and Foundation of Bones is, yeah, it's a it's a big stepping stone to that. And us, you know, now we have the uh, the confidence to self-produce. So we're going to go ahead and self-produce this next one too. And if, if it doesn't sound exactly the way we want it to sound, it's our own fault. So I can't blame anyone else. So. That's not cliche at all, man. You know, I, and I did, and I did hear the maturity and the sound with Luciferous and with the Foundation of Bones EP. Does it feel like you guys have, found your stride as a group and i say that because i know you joined a little bit later in 2017 but it seems like you guys have built some momentum and and now you guys have signed with e1 you know got got luciferous out got this now you have experience on self-producing a record now you know does it feel like you guys have found your stride so to speak we're i mean it's just uh i i hesitate to say i found my stride because that implies that i'm it's like an end point you know uh but i i feel like we're just uh we're walking a little faster i guess <laughs> I don't know if that's okay found, yeah i don't I, I don't know if we found our stride or if we'll ever find it or who knows but um yeah i mean we're we're all you know we're all just trying to grow as musicians as people and as a group you know and just uh just continue refining our methods and sounds and just become a more efficient productive and you know while still having fun doing doing our thing and when i said you got you joined in 2017 i know you were involved in delusions of grandeur and the harvest color how close is your sound personally to the sound you had in mind when you first started with enterprise earth in 2017 did it develop into what it is now or you already knew okay this is what i'm going to do with enterprise earth let's go yeah it definitely developed because uh, like the stuff i guess metal stuff with like delusions it was more like rhythm genty whatever you want to call it progressive gent deathcore whatever um but then luciferous that that's like the first time i've ever like really written like death metal 
you know, and then like coming into enterprise, I was like, all right, I can't do all like the bouncy open stuff I used to do because it, it wouldn't fit. And there were, there was like a couple songs that I wrote that I pitched to them first. And they're like, yeah, it sounds like delusions. I'm like, yeah, you're right. Uh, so I, I have to, <laughs> I have to, that's okay. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, but yeah, so it just, but it's been fun because I've been able to incorporate what, what I naturally do and then, you know, pull from what enterprise has been doing and it's try to make a marriage of all that and push the sound forward. With the Foundation Bones EP, I, I feel like this EP had literally everything. You had covers from some of the most staple musicians like Lamb of God, Necrophagist, you know, you had an acoustic song in there and an original song and an instrumental. Did you face any challenges this time around that you may have not, you know, seen before in the past? Because now that you self-produced a record, you took the initiative of doing this all by yourself. Of course, you had, you had a hand with the rest of your bandmates, but what, what did you face? What obstacles did you face? Or was it just, man, this is a lot easier than I thought. <laughs> Um, I mean, definitely obstacles of production, like, you know, just stuff I had to learn, like training my ear, learning how to use the right tools and discovering, you know, stuff that, you know, I haven't done before, you know. Um, so, but in, in terms of uh, obstacles with the songwriting and the flow of creativity, it, not, nothing too crazy this time around. It was, yeah, it was, it was a big learning curve for me for production wise though, for sure. Um, definitely eager to continue learning and very thankful for my other producer friends that have been able to like lend an ear, give me some advice and stuff like that too. Uh, point out where I'm fucking up and whatnot. So it's nice to have friends <laughs> that are also <laughs> yeah. in, in, in your field you can bounce ideas off of. So, Do you have any songs that you guys attempted that you considered covering that maybe have may not made it to the LP uh, or, the, or the EP? There, I, we, we were bouncing around a few ideas for covers. Maybe, I mean, I don't know if you can tell me or not. So I was wondering if no, I, I honestly, I, I don't know if I could tell you off the top of my head or anything like that. Uh, but I mean, Necrophages and Lamb of God were always the top two contenders because they're two of our favorite bands. Um, but I mean, now that, you know, we are self-producing, you know, we can, we can put out a song whenever. Yeah. We can do a cover. If, if we want to cover fucking Lady Gaga, we can go do it. You know, it doesn't matter. Like, <laughs> we can have fun. If you ever do that, I'll be your biggest endorser on that. That way you okay. could just yeah. talk about expanding your own catalog, man. That's <laughs> definitely going to bring in a lot of the fan base there. So does this pandemic, I know you, you talked about, you know, uh, discovering about self-producing a record. Does this pandemic, now that you're home, does it open up new things for you personally and artistically that you may have not noticed before about yourself? Um, yeah, I mean, it's the pandemic definitely forced uh or prompted rather uh the self-producing thing you know we were just talking about um i don't think i would have taken that step if we weren't stuck at home and didn't have a budget to make, make an ep um and i know that's it, hope and it's like we mentioned before with the live streaming is too it's prompted other musicians to like yeah. hey like you know let me get on this you know let me do this let me all right let me finally learn how to do this thing i've been fucking trying to do for how long let me finally get into shape let me finally read this book you know and Hopefully that's uh, it, it's 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 a Steve Vai quote that uh, passion is momentum. So, and momentum. Of course. Yeah. So hopefully you know all this stuff gets people uh, momentum towards what they're passionate about, and they can keep it rolling once the world goes back to quote unquote normal. Yeah. Whenever normal will that be? You know, it's uh, it, we're here. We just got to take a day at a time. You know, uh, two EPs, three LPs. To what level do you guys like to have a? theme for your records and how important are themes to you is that more about helping you guys write or sound or is that more for the audience because a lot of artists they don't really care about themes they just do 10 songs and that's about it but you know i feel like but you guys with luciferous and then with foundation of bones there's just a, there's a commonality in there and, and i feel like there's a specific theme you wanted to exhibit when it comes to putting your musicality out there for the world to take in 
Sure. Uh, and yeah, sometimes it just depends on the batch of songs, you know, sometimes, yeah, it's 10 songs that aren't really related to one another. They have the same vibe, of course. Sometimes there's definitely an album flow, which is a, a whole art in itself. I love it when bands have like concept albums or like songs that all tie into one another and stuff like that. It's really cool. But um, it just seems to be whatever the song and album is calling for, you know, we'll, we'll uh, do that. Uh, like Lucifer's kind of had a theme, but it wasn't like super tight together. Some songs tied into one another a little bit. Embodiment, I felt, was just like 13 songs of like, here you go. Uh, and then <laughs> this, this next one coming up, I, I feel like definitely has a more coherent theme to it as well in terms of like the sonic landscape and what we're trying to convey. So we'll see how it goes. With your discography, do you see this Foundation of Bones EP, do you see this as a snapshot of where you are at a certain time in your life? Yeah, yeah, 100%. Just like any other album or any other things, you know, art that you put out or a tattoo that you get on your body, it's it's a reflection of who you are at that point in time. And uh, you learn from it, grow from it, and, you know, look back on it, hopefully without regret. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. <laughs> Do you have any other interests that feeds your creativity within a band that maybe doesn't involve music? What was that? Sorry? Do you have any other interests that you have that doesn't involve music that provide your creativity within the band? Um, I, I mean, I love camping and hiking and being outdoors uh, that, you know, that can be a huge one. But it, it's like my creativity definitely isn't dependent. It's not like, oh, I need to be by a waterfall to write this song. Or <laughs> so, um, some, some people do that. And that's okay. Some people do that. And that's fine. Maybe I, I think more so for visual art, that helps a lot. You know, if you're yeah. to, obviously if you're trying to paint the, the, the Rio Grande Gorge, you probably want to be right in front of the fucking gorge to paint it. You know, um, <laughs> but it's, you know, it's like, you know, I, I, I feel like I, you know, I can write a song wherever. It's just sometimes the place is important. Sometimes it's not. Um, you know, just got to find whatever, whatever's good. You know, whatever's best for you. Yeah, perfect, man. Gabe, we covered a lot of topics here, so we're nearing the end of the interview, unfortunately. But I'm gonna, this is the fun part. What I'm gonna do is uh, I'm gonna put you on what I call the hot seat. Hot seat. And what's gonna happen is I do this a lot to my guests, and uh, what I do, I'm gonna see if you know your own songs. You up for that challenge? Let's do it. Okay, I'm gonna call it a lyric. I'm going to start you off easy, though, okay? Oh, uh, and just so you know, I, I, I only wrote Luciferous and Foundations of Bone. I did not write anything prior to that, so I don't know if I can... <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, it's okay. Uh, that, that I do know. So I didn't pick up too much from the past, but, okay. but, but let's see. Um, so I'm just going to call it a lyric. You just tell me what song is from, okay? All right, let's do it. Okay, I'm going to make you rethink your set list here. <laughs> All right, when death comes knocking at my door, I'll open up and say I'm yours. I've designed my own demise by believing in these fucking lies. Well, luckily that's what we just did. So <laughs> there you go. I had to start, I had to start you off easy. <laughs> okay, this, this may be, okay, this should be before you join, but I just want to put that to the test, okay? You live life with blood on your hands. At the end of the day, you kneel down and you and you pray, but never it washes off the stains. You blame your sins on the devil, but you're only but you're the only one to blame. That's and that's <laughs> empty sockets. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's a great line though. <laughs> okay, moving on. No one will care how much you bled. There is no solace for the dead. When you die, the world won't remember who you are. Your legacy will die with you. putting you on the spot <laughs> let's see was it off luciferous yeah okay shit uh was the song luciferous no you want to read it again sure go ahead. okay 
No one will care how much you bled. There is no solace for the dead. When you die, the world won't remember who you are. Your legacy will die with you. So deep. Ashamed to be human? Nightfallen. Nightfallen. All right, that was Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> all right. So, we... so, yeah, I, 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 I know all the lyrics to the songs we performed, but if we haven't performed it, I'm, I might be a little iffy on it. <laughs> That's okay. Hey, not, it, it just shows how, how diverse your catalog is. That's, if, okay. if anything, you know? All right, so... Don't pay attention to our lyrics. <laughs> That's okay, dude. <laughs> all right, we created the devil just to see our brothers burn in hell. Dang, love that line. We created God to be forgiven for the blood that we have spilled. There is no solution. We are the pollution. That is he exists. Yeah. I could read more, but it's it's just it's just so artistic, just the lyric. Okay. Last one. You you likely won't get this, but of course I wouldn't get it either. But I found this lyric and it's it's interesting though. You're dead and the silence is haunting me. The room is cold and I am trembling. There's no going back now. I can't take it back now. You're dead. All right. I feel like that sounds like it's off of Patient Zero. Further back. Oh, it's off the EP? Yeah. 23. Oh, yeah. boy. Oh, That's the one. <laughs> 23. Like the yeah. Yeah. That's 23. Okay. Okay. <laughs> sweet. All right. Good. Yeah. 2014. I was like, how far back should I go? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, for Patient Zero, I had the lyric "Hollow Face." I don't know if I wanted to read. It was either that or uh, Twenty Three. But hey, okay. you do your, you know your own songs. You're good. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Gabe. Do you have any last uh, shout-outs that you want to put out there? Just any plugs? Is anything you want to mention before we finish things off here? Uh, sure. Yeah. Uh, thanks, guy. Thank you guys for tuning in. Um, if you want to help us out or check out our merch or watch our videos, you can head over to our website, EnterpriseEarthBand.com. All of that stuff is on there, centrally located for you. And everyone who's listening, this is Gabe Mangold from Enterprise Earth. Their second EP, Foundation of Bones, is out now. Came out June 19th. We're already near a month since it's been out. And yeah, yeah. and it's been creating waves. It's out on E1 Records. Pick it up, support these guys. And they are currently working on their fourth studio album right now. And hopefully hopefully we hear from that soon because it's, it's, it's good stuff. You guys are really picking up some momentum now. Um, Gabe... Thank you so much, man. You be safe out there. And uh, hopefully we'll do this next time in person. When you guys do come to Dallas, we'll do an in-person interview. Sounds like a plan, man. Thank you for having me so much. I appreciate it. I right, appreciate it, man. Thanks, man. Hey guys, thanks for listening to Interview Under Fire podcast. If you guys liked what you heard, please subscribe and share our channel. And please leave a five-star review as that helps us tremendously. And also, if you guys have any questions or comments, you can find us at Interview Under Fire at Facebook or at Instagram. Or you can write us directly at schwag at interviewunderfire.com. That's S-C-H-W-A-G at interviewunderfire.com. Or Rezablade, that's R-E-Z-A-B-L-A-D-E at interviewunderfire.